the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Did your mom ever use this phrase that my mom always used? She'd say, well, honey, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, we've all heard that a million times. Well, mom was right. Of course she was. 71% of Americans want to visit family and friends this summer more than ever before. Yeah, my stepbrother might be coming to town uh, in like a week and a half. And I'm bugging the heck out of him, texting like, dude, are you still coming? You still coming? Can't wait to see him and his fiance. We also want to spend more time outside this summer, and we want to get back to normal just as much as possible. Yeah, and that means seeing people we haven't seen for a long time, right? Have you been a little bit anxious or maybe a little down or depressed lately? Coming up, this could really help. Hey, have you been a little bit anxious, maybe a little down or depressed lately? This could really help. Relax in a hot bath. When was the last time you treated yourself to a bubble bath? Come on. I know it's been forever, right? The research showing hot baths really help with anxiety and depression relied on two theories. One is that depression has recently been associated with high levels of general inflammation in the body. So the theory is that the heat may increase the levels of anti-inflammatory compounds. Another theory is that the sensation of heating the body may relax you making you less prone to negative thoughts. Hmm. So, hey, give it a try. It's it, Epsom salts, a little bit of uh, baking soda. It'll detox your body. You, I like a little couple drops of lavender in there, too. And uh, voila, all of a sudden you're feeling better, you're sleeping deeper, and hmm. it's good for you. You know what? You, you know uh, you've taken too many baths when you can completely control the temperature of the bathtub using only your feet. I'm good at that. With the faucets, right? Yeah. Have you ever lost something and you're like, oh, no. Okay, well, let's go check the lost and found. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that next. Have you ever left something behind, like maybe a book on an airplane or my sister dropped one of her favorite little athletic jackets at an airport once? And we're in another country. It was when we went on the, that trip to Israel with the radio station. And we're like in the Israeli airport looking at their lost and found stuff, trying to find her jacket. No kidding. But uh, Uber just came out with what they call their lost and found report. Huh. And, you know, the usual stuff is there all the time. Like people forget their phone. They forget their keys. I bet so I've stuff left my like sunglasses that. in a rental car. Oh, uh, sunglasses I checked in. They, have, they have like an online lost and found oh, really? and they never showed up. Uh, they but, have prescription Ray-Bans. I'm like, why wouldn't someone turn these in? That is, well, yeah, when they're prescription, no one can yeah, use them. exactly. But the, what's wild is some of the crazy things people have left inside an Uber. I'm talking a tooth that fell out of somebody's pocket, a cooler <laughs> full of fish, <laughs> ugh, a chandelier, a toilet seat. Who forgets their toilet seat? Why do you even have a toilet why, seat yeah, in the why Uber? Are you traveling with a toilet um, seat. People have forgotten a blonde clip-in hair extensions. I wonder if they fell out. Uh, they probably took them out because they were hurting. I heard they're really hmm. uncomfortable. Um, 
there's things like um uh, what was the other thing that was so crazy that I saw? Like a, a unicorn pinata, styrofoam letters that spell out "Will you marry me?" Oh, I wonder how sad. the proposal went that's without the sad styrofoam that they got letters. Left behind. Yeah. No, I'm thinking that was like it was a no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they just left them in the car. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we guess I guess we're all just you know. We're a lost and found waiting to happen with the stuff that we forget. <laughs> so you were talking about Uber and how they have this lost and found thing going on and the weird stuff that people have left behind in the uh, in the Uber cars. I wonder, from the Uber driver standpoint, how hard is it for them to, I mean, what do you, what do, you do? Like the toilet seat that somebody left in the car. What does Johnny Q Uber driver do with that? Is it, maybe he then responsible to, to drive it somewhere, or something like that? Um, well, if it's technically a lost and found, does he have to ship it somewhere uh, or drive it somewhere? Man. I don't know. That's crazy. As I, I automatically think, what's the responsibility of the employee there? Man, that's got to be tough. Are you in a serious relationship? People are sprinting to the altar. There's a boom in wedding plans after people postponed walking down the aisle during the pandemic. 95% of couples who postponed their wedding in 2020 plan to say, I do, in 2021. Walmart sales of bridal jewelry spiked 80%. Ah, no kidding. The sales of seasonal artificial flowers jumped 250%. Wedding arts and crafts and wedding decor is up by 150%. Wow. It's a good year to be a wedding planner, I guess. No kidding. More work than you know what to do yeah. with, I'm sure. Holy cow, that's a lot. Okay, when people say, hey, have a great weekend, do you think, moms don't have weekends off? Coming up, how you can avoid mom burnout. Hey, when people say, have a great weekend, do you think, moms don't get the weekends off? Mom burnout is a real thing, and experts have some advice on how you can avoid it. Number one, know your limits. You can't be everywhere at, at once, and you can't be every everyone to everyone. So don't be afraid to ask your husband or family member maybe to be at an event. Uh, number two, negotiate what matters most. Sure, a raise would be great, but maybe flexibility in your schedule will help you a lot more in avoiding burnout. And finally, to avoid mom burnout, don't forget to take care of yourself. You need sleep, healthy food, and you need to stay active in order to keep on going. We should talk about this because moms, I mean, we see you and and I've had a front row seat, the best mom in the world. We have four kids and moms, just it's all on them. They just take it on their show. Everything that happens in the house they feel like is their responsibility. Even if it's not, they feel like they've got to make sure at least that it gets done. So you ever feel that way? You feel like it just gets to be too much, Mom? We'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you, Mom. If you're a husband and you see this trait in your wife, moms tend to take everything on their shoulders. It's all on mom. Even when it's really not their responsibility, they'll at least be like, hey, did you get X done? Did you remember to do blank it's all on you, Mom. We'd love to hear what's going on at your house. Hey, Faith, we're talking about that reality so many moms face where it's all on them. I can relate a lot to that. Being a mom of two, working full-time, and being in college in my master's program, it's a lot. But mm. I think what Taylor said hits right on the nail of knowing your limit and not being afraid to say no. Whether that's going out and doing something on the weekend 
doing that extra grocery trip, doing that extra load of laundry, or just saying no to a friend who wants to get together. Just mm. knowing your limits and mm. making sure that you keep your sanity. That's that so I wise. Because I didn't say no for a, a while, and my sanity was totally lost. Yeah, there's a meme that I just saw today that illustrates that perfectly. It's a woman standing on the side of the beach and there's this massive like two-story high wave coming at her and it says that moment when you say yes to too many people. Ooh, <laughs> we need to put that on the Kevin and Taylor socials. Wow. Yes, well, that thanks. is a great one. Thanks for calling and keep up the great work, Faith. Yes, thank you guys. You are awesome. Hey, Nisha, we're talking about busy moms and how much they take on their shoulders and you fit the bill. How many kids do you have? I have four under six. Whoa, your hands are full, Nisha. My husband and I both work full-time jobs, um, and so it's a lot, you know, and I do have those moments where I just kind of break down, Mm. and I kind of get emotional talking about it, but sometimes God will speak through your kids, you know? Yeah. Um, And my, what should I talk about? I'm sorry. Mm. My uh, my four-year-old, wow, I'm not really able to talk about (laughs) My four-year-old came up to me the other day, and it was one of those hard days, and um, and it was a bit random, and she just said, Mom, is at home time now? Because I'm a director of a school, so they come with me. Mm-hmm. So we literally live there. Um, it was at home time now. We were already at home. And I'm like, yeah. And she said, and I was like, what does that mean? And she said, well, that means that you don't have to do emails. You don't have to. And she's there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do emails. And I thought, you know, I called my husband. He wasn't home yet. And I just, I don't know. I had to turn everything off. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Get so wrapped up in, in work and all the stuff that has to be done. We forget to stop and look at the blessings that we have. Yeah, no we prayed so hard for kids. Mm, wow. And over, you know, they're sick, brought us to six now. And I'm like, man, I've got to, I've got to stop. Yeah. And does that mean I step back from work some? If that means that, you know, the do not disturb button, like all of that. Yeah. 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 Well, you sound like a great mom. Thanks for sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for your vulnerability, Nisha. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. If you love a good hero story, you're going to love this. A police officer in Virginia single-handedly lifted a car off what? a mom no. while her child screamed for help nearby. The car had completely turned over in an accident wow. and mom was trapped underneath uh, under the sunroof. Deputy John Holt is no stranger to being a hero. He saved two people from a car fire just a couple of months ago. No kidding. Now he's lifting cars off moms. Does he have a cape? Does he have a big S on his chest? He needs Superman? Maybe it's hidden under his uniform. Maybe. Wow, what a guy. Are you pretty good about getting enough sleep? Coming up, the surprising (laughs) things that happen to your body when you don't get enough. Hey, are you pretty good about getting enough sleep? There are some surprising things that happen to your body when you don't get enough. Okay, tell me, because I I never, ever get enough sleep. Experts say seven to nine hours a night is ideal. Now, you and your dad are enigmas. You guys are kind of like Winston Churchill or something. You don't need much sleep at all. He slept like four hours a night. Um, He still does. He's in his 80s. He has a landscaping business. He goes to bed at like one. He's up at six and out the door. Okay, well, this is for the rest of us. This is what happens to our bodies when we don't get enough sleep. See if you're having any of these things happen to you. Um, And did you ever consider not enough sleep to be the cause? Anxiety, depression, memory loss, accelerated aging, weight gain and slower metabolism, more stress, and low athletic performance. And I was thinking about it. We spend the polar opposite of my dad. <laughs> 
we spend so much time like so worried about like why what why are our kids so anxious why is there this anxiety problem and i'm thinking what if it's all comes down to just Put all the, the devices away and get some sleep. Could be it, yeah. Isn't that wild? It would be, definitely would help them cope better. I think. You know, I I say all this laughing like my dad doesn't sleep, still doesn't sleep much. I didn't, still don't. Um, but I do find when I start getting really run down, yeah, of course I'm shorter tempered and you know fuse mm-hmm. is shorter and everything really? else. So I've never noticed that. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, here's something I would like to know. We've got a lot of great moms and dads listening to the Kevin and Taylor show. And I keep seeing these uh, reports in the news and, and everywhere. It seems you turn around. Our kids have fallen behind so far this year. They've all fallen behind. I'd like to know about the reality of that. Let's talk about it next. First of all, high fives and attaboy girls to all the moms and dads that got their kids through this crazy year. With virtual learning and then the, are we going to be virtual? Are we going to be a hybrid? Are we going to be full-time in, you know, you never knew it was coming and you kept it all together. So way to go. But I keep seeing these news reports of the, the kids have fallen behind like so much. They'll never catch up. They're never going to catch up. And even schools that districts that are doing, they're not calling it summer school because there's a stigma attached to you had to go to summer school. Um, they're calling it like summer learning or summer enhancement programs or things like that. So kids don't feel bad that they've got to go and go and catch up. But here's what I'm wondering. Is that true with your kids? Do you think your kids, because of the weird school year and the virtual learning, the hybrid learning, have they fallen behind? And are you afraid that they'll want, they won't catch up? Mm. Is that a real fear that you have? A friend of mine had to, you know, they had no choice. They had to do online because that was the only choice. Yeah. And uh, now her one daughter is back. She got into a charter school and she's been back for months and months and months. But while she suddenly found herself in the position of being a homeschool mom for the first time in her life, uh, her daughter got very behind in math. Mm. She just couldn't, you know, follow the type of math and everything. And mom couldn't help because she didn't understand it. And so they have found they've been blessed with finding this awesome tutor Mm. who's coming to their house two days a week. To try to get her caught up on math. But everything else, she's doing fine. It's just the math. So what about you? What's going on with you and your kids? Do you feel like they've fallen behind? They up to speed? What's the deal? So a lot of kids got a little behind in school because of learning online. They're just not used to that. How about you, Caitlin? What happened with your first grader? So I have a seven-year-old little boy who was falling behind in kindergarten last year due to COVID. And um, they went ahead and pushed all the kids forward to first grade. And my son now is struggling really bad this entire year because he was pushed to first grade and we are now having to hold him back. And my kids never miss any school, so it's really hard to kind of justify, Mm. you know, why he's having to be held back again. Yeah. yeah, just online learning isn't for everybody. Do you feel like, like skill-wise, with the, the basics that he's supposed to know, do you feel like he does need another year, or do you think he should be moved forward? I feel like he definitely needs another year. Um, it's, just, it's just really hard on him because when he went into first grade, he was still having trouble learning stuff from kindergarten because he was still on a kindergarten level, and he was mm. pushed kind of to first grade. Yeah. So he's still not where he needs to be so it's just been really hard on him this year yeah yeah well you know what i mean that is so young he's gonna be just fine give him the year to get up to speed and then try to stop him he's gonna be awesome that's right thank you so much
So, do you ever do this? You tell someone, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that's happening. I will keep you in my prayers. And then you forget right. to pray See for them. See them six months later. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I've been praying for you. And you're like, uh. Uh, So I have an idea you can steal that's worked really, really well for me. In fact, I'm loving it so much I need to work on more of this. But here's what I do. I pick something about that person. And every time I see that object or item, I feel like it's God saying, hey, have you prayed for so-and-so lately? Hmm. And so I pray for them. So for example... You know, I talk about my niece, Ariel, and her husband, Jared, all the time. They've got their third set of foster kids, and they're really hoping and praying that maybe God will work it out. They can adopt them. My niece loves purple. So every time I see a purple flower, I pray for Ariel and the foster kids. Hmm. Then, uh, for example, I have a friend, Joanne. She loves butterflies. And so every time I see a butterfly, I pray for her. The other day, I texted her, and I said, Oh my gosh, Joe, I guess God wanted me to pray for you because a butterfly almost hit me in the face when I was riding my mountain bike. And so I prayed for you and she said, I think God knew I needed prayer because my mom's in the hospital. She's in the ER. And I was like, no. And so it was just really cool that, you know, that timing was so perfect. So that's what you can do from now on. I guess I could, when I see a bike, I could remember to pray for you, Kev. Have a, I have a scenario question for you. Okay. So you have one friend, it's a it's butterflies, and then your niece, it's... A purple flower. Purple flower. What do you do if a butterfly lands on a purple flower? You pray for both of them. Ah, okay. <laughs> you don't pick. But it's you really... F- yeah, Got it's it. such a cool thing. And it's such a great way, too, just to overall be more mindful of, of your prayer life. You remember when your kids were just little, little, little kids, they get obsessed with a certain movie and they have to watch it over and over and the rest of the family has to suffer through it. We're (laughs) going to talk about that with our producer Griffin next. Griffin, uh, Taylor is just saying that one of your kids is obsessed with like a, a movie or something. Yeah. I can totally remember that. Like yesterday, every one of our kids would get obsessed with a video or a TV show and you would just watch it over and over Oh, just drive you nuts. Yeah, both of my kids right now, they're obsessed with the Finding Nemo movies. There's Finding Nemo, then there's the sequel, Finding Dory. So we're just going back and forth between the two uh, movies over and over and over again. Just keep watching, just keep watching. <laughs> and I guess in the movies, there's a seal or sea lions or something, and they make oh, cute. a noise that seals make. Mm-hmm. And my daughter Eloise has you know, uh, grabbed onto that. And she'll try to make that seal sound all the time. Like we're just driving down the road in the car, and it's the most obnoxious seal sound ever. All right, here it is. Well, this What's is the seal say. You did it better a minute ago. Do it better. Oh, Allie. <laughs> You're critiquing yeah, her I was trying to get sound for you guys to show what it sounds like. Listen to Griffey's like, oh, Allie. You go back to your room and practice on that and try a little harder. Yeah, she didn't do it obnoxious enough. It's not wow. quite how I, yeah. I don't know, that was pretty obnoxious. What's the seal say? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying if that kid's behind me on an airplane, that's that's pretty obnoxious. Trust me, it's even worse than that when she's really doing it. I was so trying to get cute. that for you, but she's adorable. But I, I, I'll have to admit, I can't imagine hearing that on an entire road trip. Yeah, like, it, it'll just come out of nowhere, and it's so shrieky and just yeah. You know. <laughs> I love my daughter. She's the best. <laughs>
<laughs> in all her four-year-old glory. Mm, yes. Oh, that's so funny. What are you guys going to do if you go on a road trip this summer and she starts doing that? What, what's your course of action to try to oh nip it? Goodness, turn the radio up louder. So I know you don't have a, you don't have a station wagon where you can tell her, "Hey, go ride in the way back." I know. Put on hit some headphones. Or? You're just going to be stuck. <laughs> As someone who comes from a family of five daughters who's been on many, many road trips in the family station wagon, I can't believe they haven't created something. Car makers are missing out on an idea that could make them millions. I'll tell you what it is in just a minute. So, Taylor, are you about to reveal a million-dollar idea, and you get mad at me when I, I've revealed all of my million-dollar mm-hmm. yeah. ideas, rather than going on Shark Tank, I just put them out there. Yes, you do. Are you going to do the same thing Pretty right much, now? Pretty much, yeah, all but right. I'm sure there's a reason why this has never been done, but I don't understand it. And here's the deal. Our producer, Griffin, was just telling us about his four-year-old daughter being obsessed with Nemo and the certain seal in the movie, and mm-hmm. keeps replicating the seal sound. Um, we've irritated my parents in the car for years me and my four sisters i mean we took road trips all seven of us in one station wagon so what i don't understand is why car makers haven't developed a nice solid family vehicle safety recorded but it has the glass that goes up between mom and dad and the kids (laughs) <laughs> kind of like a limo, fancy, yeah, fancy yeah, stretch yeah. limo. So in other words, it could be any, anything from you just need to listen to adult music for a minute and they can listen to their music. Or it could be put the glass up and then you're going, should we take them? Should we take them out to eat? Okay, let's do it. Would you be it. interested in that vehicle, Griff? Yes. <laughs> and it wouldn't just be a sometimes thing. It would be all the time. <laughs> The kids are in the back behind the glass. You don't have to hear anything then. Would Sarah agree with your enthusiasm for said product? I think so, yes, because they constantly are, you know, they sit right next to each other. They're constantly fighting or bickering or making seal sounds or something. So, yeah. 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 Or if they're watching one of their movies on a long road trip. Maybe you need a divider between them and you. Everybody should have their own little compartment. Like cubicles in the car. I'm for that. Wait, no, you can't separate your wife. Well, I wasn't thinking that, but that's fine, too. That's even better. Oh, even between me and Sarah? Yeah, that's what he meant. I can listen to what I want to listen to. She can listen to whatever she listens to. Or you cannot listen to her tell you how to drive. That's the big one right there. Griffin, why'd you honk at that person? I would love to know, seriously, like why a car maker has never created this. Why is that not? Because it is in limos. It's a thing. They have the technology. Yeah, exactly. And it could be like a $1,000 option or something. Imagine. And you go to the next mommy and me play date mm-hmm. and the, and someone goes, can you believe they're putting these sound barriers? Who would do that? Who would want to <laughs> separate from their child like that? And then you'd have to sit there and go, yeah, I know what you mean. That's <laughs> terrible. Parents are used to being judged all the time already yeah. anyway. So what's new, right? <laughs> I think it would sell and no one would fess up to it. <laughs> Okay, I am the last person to follow style trends, but you're going to be able to say, oh, I heard that on the Kevin and Taylor show. Okay. And you'll be like, Taylor told us. What is it? This is the biggest haircut trend of the year. Think David Bowie. They're called wolf cuts. <laughs> Do you remember that picket? Because yes. you know rock music. I yes. don't. So basically, it's a haircut where it's kind of got a, a volume crown, top, right. and it swiftly tapers into wispy layers, and mm-hmm. it's the latest Gen Z beauty trend to take social media by storm. Then ask them all to name one David Bowie song. I, uh. I can't. <laughs> 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.